You're listening to the Crossing DE podcast from The Crossing in Milton, Delaware, a community dedicated to developing devoted followers of Jesus. As you might have guessed, I am your narrator. So let me set the scene. It's Sunday morning. It's early. And it has been a long and emotional weekend. The disciples were freaking out, and they're actually just stashed away in an upper room somewhere, full of grief, confusion, doubt, turmoil, anxiety. You see, just two days earlier, they watched their rabbi, their teacher, their friend, their leader, their master, arrested, tortured, and crucified on a cross. No one knew what to say. No one knew what to do, where to go. And then there's Mary Magdalene. And Mary was restless and couldn't just sit around any longer. So Mary got up and she went to the tomb where Jesus was buried. John, the Apostle John, records all of this for us in John chapter 20. I want to read a few verses for you. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter, nicknamed The Rock, and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, who was John. And she said to them, they've taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they've laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there, and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. And then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. Let's listen in uh, on this conversation between Peter and John as, as they're trying to figure out and process everything that they're seeing, everything that they've discovered. And, and I want you to notice that they're coming at this from two very different places. What's, what's with all the running? What took you so long? Running? Not, I, was, I, was, I was not running. Oh. That's why I wasn't running. Where was in such a hurry? He's not that's, going anywhere. What? That felt good. Thanks for letting me know about the sneakers. All I have these Jerusalem cruisers. I just threw them on because you went running. <laughs> you're, not even, you're, not even out of, you're... you're not even out of breath. <laughs> this is obviously something I don't do all the time. <laughs> well, Sheesh. Always got to be first. We made it. The one who Jesus loves. What's with the empty tomb? Like, the tomb's empty. Where's his body? Where's his body, John? I don't know, Pito. Seriously, what is, what's going on? 
Calm down. Listen. Um, let's think this through. I don't want to think this through. Tell me what's going on. Do you remember the last interaction I had with him? Yeah. I really messed things up, man. I, I wanted to make things right. I need to fix this. And now he's gone. John, he died mad at me. Calm down. Uh, let's think this through. Um, I don't understand everything is going on either, but I'm going to need you to be the rock he called you to be, right? Let's think this through. Um, all I know is he loved us, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and we still can trust him. And you know as well as I do that he always has a plan. He always has a plan. I guess. And he promised that he would never leave us as orphans, right? Yeah. And, and in fact, he did tell us on one occasion that uh, we wouldn't see him and then we would see him. He promised he would never leave us, never forsake us, all right? There's a yeah, plan. Yeah. There's a plan. But where is he? I mean, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I remember that. But where is he? What are we going to do? I, I mean, I can't stop thinking about the last time. And now what do we do? Do you, do you, think, do you think maybe some of those Romans stole his body? Or, or, the, or the Pharisees, they hated him. Maybe they stole it. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe yeah. they stole his body. Peter, really? That's ridiculous. I, I know the enemies wanted him dead. We know that. But to steal his body and hide it, it would just foster the, the movement, right? I mean, if they stole the body, they would have already revealed it and paraded it through town to stop our faith. True. There's, there's no way they stole the body. Well, then what happened? Uh, maybe some of our brothers. I mean, we've got some really zealous knuckleheads in our group. Obviously not me, but a couple other people. Uh, Maybe, maybe some of the disciples stole it. Maybe they just hid his body somewhere. Peter, think about what you're saying. You, you think the disciples, followers of Jesus, would actually be this deceptive? We're called to the opposite of that. Yeah. Right? You're right. Yeah, and, and, and you think some of our comrades, our fishing buddies, could actually deal with these Roman soldiers? They're <laughs> killing machines. Probably not. SEAL Team 6 was guarding the tomb, and you think our fishing buddy's going to take out the Roman guard. Think about that. And plus, if, if our brothers stole the body, they would have to live a lie and then eventually die for a lie. There's no way a group of people is going to intentionally die for a lie. They did not. There's no conspiracy theory. I hear what you're saying, and that makes a lot of sense. But I, I just can't stop thinking about him. Uh, hey, maybe he never died to begin with. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I mean, just maybe, maybe he, his heartbeat slowed down and it was so slow. I mean, the Romans are fools. Maybe they did. Maybe just, maybe he never really died. Really? And, you're going to say that out loud? Yeah, there's, there's you're going to allow, you're, you're going to risk a Roman soldier hearing you accuse them not knowing how to kill somebody? Guess, Come on. I'm just trying to figure it out, man. Well, okay. Uh, there's, there's, he died. We watched him die. I tell you what, what if we take you and whipped you 39 lashes with a Roman cat of nine tail, 
All right? What if we made you carry the a cross for two miles? What if we continue to beat on you? What if we put a, a crown of thorns on your head? What if we nailed you to a cross, let you hang out in the open sun for six hours? Then what if we sealed you in an airtight tomb and then the next morning you're going to have enough strength to get up and roll the stone away and then kick butt while those Roman guards? Really? I know you think you're buff and all, but really? No. Yeah, you're right. It's crazy to think that way. He died. We watched him. I know. I know. So what? So what happened? How how can you be this calm? Because something amazing is in the works. You know that. I want to know that. (sighs) What is it? What's the amazing thing? Next, you're going to say we're at the wrong tomb. Have you looked around? Uh, no. Do you know where we... Do you, you think followed, Mary... You followed Mary. I followed you. I, okay. You're the one you and who I Jesus never loves. Asked, you and I never asked for directions. The women always do. They did not go to the wrong tomb. <laughs> Trying to explain it, John. Peter, whose garden is this? It's Joseph's. It's Joseph's. Everybody knows it's Joseph. Joseph of Arimathea, the richest dude in town. Can only one can afford this... And we saw him in the garden, buried in his tomb. It was meant for Joseph, but Joseph Joseph let him borrow it, I reckon. I reckon. And there's the stone, and the Roman seal is still on the stone. And the linens. And the linens. I see it. I just can't stop thinking about him. And like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm so confused. (laughs) Well, there is an option you haven't verbalized yet. They moved his body. Somebody else moved his body. He didn't really die. We're at the wrong tomb. What other option is there? You know what it is. Are you saying what I think you're saying? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he came back. Came back to life. Resurrection. That that you're saying that Jesus is alive. Kind of gave us some hints that, yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible he he did it with that other guy Lazarus yeah that guy yeah Uh, but really I mean that's really hard if if that's true if the other things had such promise and did you you're right it didn't make any sense but if, if Jesus is alive that then that changes everything yeah it does and maybe maybe he did what he predicted he would do I mean, he told us on several occasions that he would have to suffer. We saw that. Yeah. He said on a couple occasions that he would be actually rejected by the scribes and the elders and the teachers of the law. That's what this whole weekend has been. He even said very plainly a couple times that he would be mocked and crucified, scourged, and come back come, to life. Well, he said it. You, you mentioned, I, I remember him saying that. And, and there was a couple times he, he told us a bunch of times that... that that this was going to happen. I, he did. I guess I just didn't believe him because it's, it's pretty crazy, but he is God and all. I just, do you think? I know. He's alive. I, I mean, it's really the only thing that makes sense. That he's, he's alive. He's alive. He has to be. But if he's alive, you know what that means? I mean, if Jesus is alive, that means there's hope. 
for us. Absolutely. That death isn't the end. Resurrection is, is real. Death is never the end. <laughs> Alive. Risen from the grave. Has to be. Well, that, that means that, that, that everything he said was true. Completely reliable. I mean, he said a whole bunch of, of, of tough things, hard to believe things. Outrageous even. sometimes. But if he would told the truth about overcoming death. Anything he said. We can count on it. Completely reliable. Huh. And that means that forgiveness for, for <laughs> you. Goodness. I know. And for them. And even for me. Oh, for me. That's a lot. Thank you. <laughs> yes. But it's real. It's available. It's totally he, available. He's not mad at me. He's not. He might be a little mad at you for that, no, but he's not I mad am. at me. This is true. This is true. Why? Forgiveness. We're, my sins, our sins are forgiven. Totally forgiven. What the heck? That's so awesome. This, he's alive. And, and if he's alive, that means, that means we're never alone. Absolutely. I mean, because he did say, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. Even when I was, even when I, after that, when I denied him and I just went off and I was crying because I just felt so empty and what I had done. And you're telling me he's near. He's near, and you never have to be afraid. I don't have to be afraid of anything. We don't know what's next, but that's okay. Really. If he could conquer death, he could handle anything. His favorite line to us, remember? Do not be, be afraid. afraid. Man, and that means he died and he, he came back to life for, for you and me and us. That means we have, we have value, that we have purpose, that he, he proved that he loves us. He Spe thinks so highly of us. Special possession. Treasure. This is great news. Best news. He's alive. He is absolutely alive. Where is he? Do you know where he is? I mean, I want to talk to him. I, wanna, I got questions. I, I need to apologize to him. Is he a him. ghost? What's he look like? No, he's not, not a, ghost. a ghost. His body's gone. You're right. I'm sorry. But what do we, what do we, I, we got to find him. And when we do, we'll worship him. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we'll honor him. That's the perfect start. The perfect start. We got to find him. Let's find him. I'll tell you what. What? Runner boy. I'll race you. <laughs> I give you a head start. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, narrator boy. The scripture tells us that Jesus died for us. He died for our sins. He resurrected on the third day. And, and that proves that he is who he says he is. And don't just take my word for it. We have so many firsthand witnesses to the resurrection, to the truth that Jesus is alive. Paul wrote in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried on, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then the twelve, and then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive. That means there are over 500 people, 500 witnesses of the resurrection, 500 people who, who saw Jesus just days after his very public death. John, who, who we've heard a lot from today, 
Uh, he did a lot of reflection on this over the course of his life. He, he wrote in John chapter 20, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written, catch this, these are written, if my Bible will cooperate, these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. And near the end of his life, in 1 John chapter 5, John writes, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know and have eternal life. Here at the crossing, our mission really is to always point you back to Jesus, the risen Son of God. He died on a cross in your place and mine to pay for our sins, and he's alive. He defeated death itself, proving that he is Lord over all and King over all. And friends, surrendering your life to him means life, eternal life with him. So he's, he, he is risen, he's alive, he's king over all, and, and that is the good news of Easter. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you for sending your son to live a perfect life, but, but die a sinner's death so that we could live with you forever. God, we thank you for this gift, this gift that we don't deserve, but we are so grateful for. God, you are good to us. And we love you. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. For more information about The Crossing, visit thecrossingde.com or download the mobile app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Music for today's podcast is from artist Sounds Like Sander under license from soundstripe.com.